Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Derry Davis here at Higher Heights Ministry Center, right here in the city of Danville, Virginia. You are about to hear a phenomenal message. I want you to subscribe and I want you to share it and be blessed. Hey, this is Pastor Davis. I want to thank you for tuning in to Higher Heights Ministry Center's podcast. We know that during this time, it's better sometimes to be at home and be able to listen to a powerful message right where you are. So I'm glad that you are able to hear this message. The next message that you're about to hear is going to shape, transform your life in the most powerful way. So I thank you once again and be blessed. Get your Bibles and get with me. Philippians, Philippians chapter 3 and verse 17. Uh, I'm going to do a short prayer. Lord, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this, mark this day, our anniversary, Lord God. 18 years. Ah, That's a testimony in and of itself. 18 years you've blessed us. 18 years you've been faithful, God. I ask you now, right now, Lord God, to just fill my mouth. Lord God, let your word go forth, Lord God, without hindrance, without distraction. Lord, let it go out, Lord God, over Facebook, over the podcast. Let it penetrate the soil of somebody's heart that they find out that you are (laughs) just who you say you are, God. And we will be what you called us to be. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I said, turn with me to Philippians chapter 3. And we're going to start at verse 17. When you have it, say amen. I don't want you to miss this word. Amen, amen. And it reads as this. Brethren, be followers together of me. And mark them which walk so as ye have us for an example. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly and whose glory is in their shame. Who mind earthly things. For our conversation is in heaven, from whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to pay very close attention to this scripture. Because Paul is presenting to the, a letter to the church, and he's presenting uh, a position. He says there are two kinds of lifestyles. Uh, there's the one that I have shown you and it been an example of that you have. Uh, I want you to mark those like us. But there's another group. There's another lifestyle. There's another system in the earth, a way of living. And they said, these ones, these ones, their God is their belly. And they glory and their glory will become their shame. I want to deal with this. I want to deal with this because I want to talk about these two different lifestyles. 
uh, the word that God has given me to package this message. I want you to say this to your neighbor. Say, I have a kingdom calling. Come on, I will say that one more time and let it penetrate your mind. I have a kingdom calling. Uh, first thing we're going to recognize is, this, at this, is that these lifestyles that Paul is talking about is a result of two different kingdoms. There is a kingdom that comes from Christ. There is the kingdom of heaven that presents its own way of living. Its own lifestyle, its own culture. Ah, yes. But there's another kingdom. There's an earthly kingdom that teaches mankind to treat their belly as their God. What does that mean? That they follow after the flesh. What does that mean? That means that they seek only to gratify themselves their desires uh, I know somebody said well that ain't me okay but how many of us have heard the saying that we live to make a living uh, we live just to make a living in other words they teach us in our culture the, the American dream is to work all your life and hope to one day own your house with a picket fence and a couple cars in the driveway, and then retire and play golf. Or find a hobby. The world teaches us to seek after a fulfillment in things that gratify our flesh desires. But the problem in that, the Bible says, Paul says, is that their glory becomes their shame. I want you to think about that for a second. I want you to think about how in today we don't have to look far. It doesn't matter how rich people are and how many things they have. Depression is at an all-time high in no matter what class you're in, what status you're in. Suicide rate is at an all-time high no matter what status you're in, how many businesses you own, how many zeros is in your bank account. People are killing themselves every day. Why? Because after you accumulate all these things, you still don't find no fulfillment with your life. I'm talking about this system that the world has set up. It teaches you to go after all these things. And by the time you get of age and you begin to look around you and begin to add up what your life, your whole life has amounted to, it only have amounted to some things that ain't worth nothing in the end. And your glory, those things that you gloried in, that, that jury that you thought you worked so hard to get. By the time you get of age and you get old and you look at that jury and say, this is a shame that I wasted my life to get this stuff. This is a shame. I, I spent all my life working this hard to get cars that one day I get so old they take my license. I can't even drive them. This is a shame. I worked this hard to build this big, huge house, and I don't even have no family left in it. It's lonely in here. It's a shame. 
The Bible says your glory will become your shame. Why? Because that lifestyle, that lifestyle as a result of this earthly kingdom, this earthly kingdom presents a different lifestyle. So then what is this lifestyle that we are supposed to be living? This lifestyle that gives us fulfillment. This lifestyle that Paul is talking about. Paul is talking about the lifestyle that Jesus brought to the earth when he came and said, uh, uh, he said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. What was he saying? He was saying, I'm getting ready to show you a new government. I'm getting ready to introduce you to a new way of living. I'm getting ready to introduce you to another whole kingdom. He said, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah. So this, the problem today with many of us, the church, the Christians, is we, we know what the word Christian means. But we don't understand what the kingdom of heaven is. And we don't realize that we think being a Christian is enough. But just being, just calling yourself a Christian will not free you from this earthly kingdom, this earthly governing, this earthly lifestyle that we're called into. Just being a Christian don't cut it. In fact, if we read God's word, the Bible never called us Christians. In fact, the Bible has never presented us as Christians. That didn't come from the word. What did the Bible say about us? The Bible called us saints. Three things. Say that. Saints. The Bible called us children of God. And the Bible calls us servants of God. Let me say these in another way. The, the word saint simply means sanctified, set apart. Okay? That means to be a part of the kingdom of heaven, the first one of the first requirements is that you be, that you come out from among them and be separate. In other words, there is supposed to be a difference when you're under a different government. There is supposed to be an evident difference when you're under a different kingdom. Why? Because a kingdom has culture. A kingdom has a way of living. A kingdom has its own standards. A kingdom has its own laws. So if you're going to if you're going to be a part of the kingdom of heaven, you got to be sanctified. You got to be saints. That's a word we don't talk about in the church no more, do we? People don't want to be saints because saints mean you got to be different. Uh, but what's happening with the church today is they wanna they wanna uh, conform to this to this modern society. They wanna conform themselves to this culture. So you got preachers and pastors that wanna speak the same language and dress the same way and act the same way as the culture. Why? Because they want to they want to find a way to fit in with the culture. And they call it in the name of reaching these people. But the Bible never told us to fit in. It said come out. So one of the first requirements to be a part of the kingdom of heaven is that you be a saint. A sanctified one. One that's set apart. 
The next one he called us, he said, you are the son. He has given you, you the power to be the sons of God. Sons of God. Children of God. Hi, you know what's so powerful about that? Oh, man, this going, somebody got to catch this revelation. The a son of God grants you citizenship. The reason he made you sons is so you can be a legal citizen of what? The kingdom. Ah, you're a citizen of America by birth. So in order to be a citizen of heaven, it's got to be by birth. You hear what I said? He said, I'm bringing a kingdom here. And in order to be a part of this kingdom, in order to get citizenship in my kingdom, you got to be born again. Nicodemus said, how am I supposed to get this citizenship? How am I supposed to be born again? He said, this time you got to be born of the spirit. (laughs) So every kingdom citizen of God has a dual citizenship. One in the natural and one in the spirit. Hallelujah. But the greatest citizenship is the one in the spirit. Why? Because I am a spirit and I live in a body. So it's more important to know where my citizenship is in the spirit than in the natural. So God came to do three things. We said he came to, he called us a saint. He called us a child of God, which is a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. And then he called us servants. Ah, but it's the one word that I love to read uh, in the Bible when he calls us ambassadors. Ah, ambassador. Somebody say ambassador. An ambassador is one that's employed by its government. (laughs) Do you hear what I just said? He said we wants to make us employees of his government. His kingdom. That means he's calling us to an office in his kingdom. He's calling us to a position in his kingdom. So it's not enough that we just be Christians. Huh? It's not just enough that we just be, that we just name the name of Christ and say we are believers. That's not enough. That's not what God has called us to. The Bible says that we have a kingdom calling. Somebody say, I got a kingdom calling. I have a kingdom calling. We really got to let that resonate in us. Because if we let that resonate us, we'll stop being laid members of these churches. We'll stop saying, I got baptized when I was young, so I'm saved. And I believe in God, so I'm okay. Because that's not it. God God has given every last one of us a kingdom calling. He's called us to be saints. He's called us to be citizens. And he's called us to be ambassadors. Hallelujah. So an ambassador is one that works for a kingdom. So we work, we employed by God to work for his, for his kingdom. This is the thing I like about ambassador. Uh, an American ambassador is sent out by the government to every, any nation. But what that ambassador does is he represents his country. He represents his country. And not only does he represent his country, but he speaks with authority, the authority of his government. Yeah. 
He speaks with the authority of his government. Not only that, he is protected by his government. Hallelujah. Ah, that's why the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be. Does anybody know anything about a government job? Anybody, we still understand that in the natural. When you got a government job, you got the highest benefits. Why? Because you don't have to worry about nothing. When you got a government job, your health care is taken care of. When you got a government job, your life insurance is taken care of. When you got a government job, your housing is taken care of. When you got a job, government job, your transportation, everything comes in when you accept the job. So the God's is no different. He said, if you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these other things come with the job. Tell somebody, it come with the job. It come with the job. When you accept your calling, uh, you have benefits because you now work for the kingdom. <laughs> And he said, if you work for me, I will take care of you. Oh, if you work for me, I'll take care of you. You don't have to worry about it. See, some of us, the reason why we can't get, the reason why we're struggling so much, if we have not yet accepted the call to the position that God is requiring of us. We ain't accepted the call. We think it's okay to just be a member. <laughs> and we think we ought to be entitled to the blessings of God. But there are blessings that come with a position in the kingdom of heaven. And you won't get them until you get in position. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, I'm going to preach in a second. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But the thing is, we got to, not, we got to be aware that we have a, our citizenship in heaven. So that means we cannot conform to the ways of this world. Because the ways of this world is another kingdom. With another standard, with another lifestyle, with another culture, with another way of life. And we can't live that way and be a part of his kingdom. That's why the old saints said, well, what, once I got saved, I looked at my hands, my hands look new. I don't talk the way I used to talk. I don't walk the way I used to walk. I don't act the way I used to act. The reason why they did, knew that is because they realized they had just been, they just became a part of another kingdom, another way of life, another culture. They have been, they have been, they have get, gotten a citizenship. There has a different standard. Hallelujah. That's why we got to be well of how things have been creeping into the church to lower our standard. See, we can't do everything just because this is not kingdom is not of this earth. So our standard don't come from the standards of man. So I can't just dress any kind of way and, and act any kind of way and talk any kind of way just because it's acceptable in my society. Just because it's acceptable in my culture. Just because I'm black and, I'm, and it's acceptable in black culture. 
Because now I'm no longer a part of that culture. I have kingdom culture. I have standards that come from heaven. That I can't walk out the house any kind of way and go to the grocery store in my pajamas because I don't look like my kingdom. I don't look like my culture. I don't look like the standard of my country. Huh? I can't talk any kind of way because my kingdom don't talk like that. My kingdom don't act like that. My kingdom don't look like that. My kingdom has its own culture, his own way of life, his own standards. Hallelujah. We got to watch and beware of this because now the church is adapting the culture of their society. And they look like everybody else. Whatever is cool, they want to be cool. Whatever's popular, we want to be popular. Whatever's accepted, we want to accept it. But we are part of another kingdom, another government. Watch this. When the American ambassador goes out, it don't matter what country he's in, he got to look like America. He go to another country, but he's not going to put on the garments of that country. He's going to wear a suit because in America, this is how we look like in our government. He don't conform to the other countries. He is there to be an example of his government. When they look at an ambassador, ambassador, they should see the kingdom. They should see the standards of your country. They should look at you and say and be able to recognize what your people are like, what your government is like. That's why our president is so important, the way he looks and he talks and he acts, because he represents all of us. So that means when you represent the kingdom of heaven, you represent God and you can't just look any kind of way because you putting shame on the kingdom. You putting, you bringing shame to this government. And you want benefits of the kingdom. But you haven't accepted your kingdom calling. Ah. God don't need no taxpayers. He need workers, servants. He got positions. He has offices that's waiting on us to accept our kingdom calling. Why? Because when we accept our kingdom call, when we accept our office in his government, guess what happens? We unlock some things. That's why the Bible says, I'll give to you the keys of the kingdom. And whatever you bind on earth, I'll bind in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth, guess what? I'll loose in heaven. Why? Because you work for my government. And you got my authority. And you've been employed by me. And they got to respect you. Because when they see you, they see my kingdom. You have his authority. You got his authority. In other words, you got his power. <laughs> Don't you realize the ambassador carries the power of his government? Got the whole backing of his government. You don't respect what he says? It's defying his country. 
That's why he said the battle is not yours, it's mine. Because when you work for me, everything I tell you to do, if they don't listen to you, they ain't you that you got to worry about. It's me. You represent me. You doing what I tell you to do and they don't like it. It ain't about you. It's about me. They don't like me. You go where I tell you to go and they don't like it. They not a problem with you. They don't have a problem with you. They got a problem with me. You employed by me. You represent me. You work in an office in my kingdom. And if they don't respect you, they ain't respecting me. Because you walking in my authority. And he said, the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. <laughs> See, the understanding is coming right now. Ain't you getting this revelation? This is why these, when you understand this, all these scriptures come to life. You've been wondering why these scriptures, all these scriptures. The reason why we can't activate a lot of these scriptures because we don't understand what's happening. And a lot of people can't operate in this because they have not accepted their kingdom calling. They're still sitting on pews, listening to mess preaching and being uh, uh, religious. But they're not working in the kingdom of heaven. And that's why it's not, they're not being effective. Because God needs saints. God needs sons, citizens. And God needs ambassadors. God don't just need no Christians. Christ-like, just because you nice to people and you know scriptures and you've been to profess salvation, that you, you got it together and you ready for heaven. God don't need you. That ain't what he's looking for. He said, I'm looking for those who came out from among them and separate. And separate. And they got their citizenship with me in the spirit. And not only that, they accepted their kingdom position, their kingdom office. They come with some authority. And that's when you can walk around and speak those things that be not. <laughs> Why? Because you're doing it from a position in God. You're not doing it, God, because you said I'm a Christian. I got power. No, saying I'm a Christian don't give you no power. Power comes from position. Oh, power comes out of position. Yeah, we know that. The world understands that. The world understands that they want power. They got to rise to position in government, in office. They understand, but the church world think just because you named the name of Christ and accepted your salvation that you got power. No, you don't got power till you accept your calling in the kingdom. Then you got the power. So Paul said, listen, I got to show you this. You see how I walk? You see how I move? You see how I go from country to country doing the work of the Lord? You see how I act? He said, you see me, you act like me. And when we see people acting like us, we mock them. We, net them, we know that that's, those are citizens. Those are ambassadors. Those are sanctified. But he said, now don't be fooled. There's another group. There's another group, and they might be naming the name of Christ. But how you know they're another group? Because they follow after the God of their belly. All they worried about in life is how to get some. More money, more stuff, more of this, more of that. And the Bible says, that's why the scripture says, what, 
uh, say, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Ah, what would he give in exchange <laughs> for a soul? Ah, because when you get and when you accumulate all at the end of the day, is it really worth your life? Is it really worth anything? Does it really bring fulfillment to you? Does it really make you feel a sense of purpose? No. All you did was waste your, your life. All you do is waste years. But God said, don't worry about that system. I got another system. And that's why the world said, this joy I have. The world didn't give it to me. world can't take it away. I got fulfillment under a new, a new system. <laughs> I got fulfillment through a calling, <laughs> a high calling. That's why the scripture said, forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark of what? The high calling which is in Christ Jesus. What is that high calling? It's a calling in the kingdom. It's a kingdom calling. It's an office. <laughs> it's a service. Uh, and I love it. I love it. Because if you think this world system got benefits for, for working in the government, you wait till you see the benefits of working in the kingdom of heaven. I'm telling you, you ain't seen nothing like the benefits of being employed in the kingdom of heaven. You ain't seen nothing until you've been employed with heaven. Hallelujah. There's some benefits. <laughs> yeah. That's why the scripture say, watch for my bring life to this scripture. He said, take no thought of tomorrow what you will eat, what you will drink. Why? Because it all comes in the position. It all comes with your job. It all comes with your office. Your food is taken care of. Your drink is taken care of. Your clothes is taken care of. Your transportation is taken care of. Your housing is taken care of. Your health insurance is taken care of. You ain't got to worry about this earthly government because you work for another government. And your benefits are way better. They your past. This earthly existence they go into eternity when you work for the kingdom of heaven so what does that mean saints we got to get to work we got to this is the year we got to stop just being Christians and be ambassadors come on say I have accepted my kingdom calling come on say that I am accepting my kingdom calling this year. That means I don't, I'm not just, I'm not worried about this man's system. My, my prayer is, Lord, what do you want for me? How can I serve you? What can I put my hands to do? I work for you now, God. I'm employed by you. Come on. That's what we want to do this year. We want to be. We want to accept our calling into the kingdom of heaven. Anybody blessed by this word? Come on, if you're going to accept your calling, 
Come on, get on your feet and lift your hand. Let the Lord know, this is the year I accept my calling. I accept my office in your kingdom. <laughs> Don't that sound good, somebody? Oh, God is ready to give you a position of power. Yes, a position in his kingdom. And you don't have to worry about how you're going to get the work done. <laughs> That's what I like about it, too. He told Moses, don't you worry about nothing. You just work for me and see what happens. Don't you worry about what you, that you don't feel qualified. Just start working for me and see what happens. See what I do through you. The Bible says he anoints us. Ah, that gives us the ability. The ability is in the anointing. <laughs> You worried about how you're going to do it. The ability is in the anointing. And the anointing falls on the position. It falls on the office. Praise God. God bless you. Welcome, family, to Higher Heights Ministry Center. Listen to our podcast new every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or any other listening platform. Then join us for Bible study Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. with Bishop Beard and our sister pastor Davis. We also invite you to join us for Sunday morning devotions on Facebook Live at 9 a.m. with Bishop and our first lady Yolanda Beard. Then join us for our Sunday morning worship at 11 a.m. at our Denver location at 236 Parker Road. Also, we have our online experience at 11.30 a.m. There are different ways to support our ministry. You may do so via Cash App at HHMC or PayPal at HigherHeightsMC at gmail.com. We invite you to connect with us. You may do so via Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or our website at www.HigherHeightsMC.org. Again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Remember to like and share. And if you would like to stay connected, please subscribe to our podcast. Also, please follow us on social media through Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Or visit us in person. We are located at 236 Parker Road in the great city of Danville, Virginia. If you would like to get to our ministry, please click on the link below. Thank you again and enjoy your day.